Welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. My name is Geeta Joshi and today my guest is Ryan Hughes from the Coventry Biennial. I'm really excited to talk to Ryan because the Coventry Biennial sees its second event happening in autumn of 2019. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So as I said, 2017 saw the first Coventry Biennial and I wanted us to talk about its evolution and when you started two years ago, which cities or festivals were you looking at or modelling at that time? Uh, Liverpool had been uh, something I'd paid very close attention to for, I, I guess, the decade that they'd been running biennials. Uh, and seeing, like, seeing Liverpool evolve has been really eye-opening. So I, I guess, to my mind, like the big three uh, British biennials or triennials, Folkestone's really evolved, quite exciting. Uh, Glasgow International, uh, Glasgow's obviously got an amazing, very well-established art scene. Seeing how that city comes alive every two years for a particular moment was, was really exciting. Also, another seaside one like Folkestone, I think Whitstable by now. Different scale, a bit of a different focus, but actually seeing how, how all of those biennials really embed themselves in place and in community. Yeah was, I think, really important for thinking about how we might work in Coventry. The West Midlands is obviously a very big region. Uh, we take up quite a lot of like the middle of the map. And there's a really great art scene here, but there wasn't like a, a coherent moment that we see in things like Glasgow International. There's really great festivals like Fierce Festival with a performance focus. Uh, supersonic with uh, like an experimental music and sound focus uh, but actually for something that's uh, perhaps tries to serve a much sort of broader uh, contemporary art sort of focus but we weren't necessarily seeing uh, that event in the region and so Coventry seemed particularly poised for it uh, in relation to, to those other festivals in the region uh, but also in relation to some sort of more uh, strategic things happening in the city. I'm sure we're going to talk about UK City of Culture. Uh, that was sort of ramping up in, uh, the bid was ramping up in 2017 as we started. The city had a new cultural policy that was released in 2017. And so, yeah, there was this sort of, this very sort of uh, fertile ground for, uh, for us to do something really. So after the 2017 biennial, how long after it ended was it that you started working on the 2019 event? Because I'm quite interested in the lead times for these things. Yeah, sure. So the 2019 planning, uh, I mean, the first conversation with an artist took place during the 2017 biennial. Uh, we invited a few artists up to sort of see what we were doing. Really, we started meeting with artists uh, sort of a bit more seriously from... Uh, I guess it must have been about the February 2018. Uh, so it was quite an immediate start after we finished the first biennial. Alongside that, we were really looking into like the data that we'd gathered during, uh, during the first biennial. We were using that to start to fundraise. And so that the fundraising uh, and the partnership building was really happening at the same time as conversations with artists looking at how one, one set of conversations might inform the other. We then started to really announce bits of, uh, tentative bits of information in, I think it was the September of 2018. 
So it was at that point we announced the dates for the next biennial, uh, which is now about to start. And it was at that point we announced sort of an overarching curatorial theme, uh, which is the twin, looking at Coventry's twin cities and duality. I think that theme, the, the theme and the dates, had, I think were probably in place. It must have been early summer 2018. Uh, and all of that work, the the conversations with artists, thinking about themes for the, the programme, uh, is really rooted in in the curatorial practices of myself and uh, the other directors of Coventry Biennial. Um, so it, it's quite a sort of, um, at the time, it feels like quite a slow process. But I guess actually to be able to turn it around in two years, it, it is quite speedy. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, really after the September 2018, where we announced the dates, um, we, we began to really ramp up. Funding decisions started coming back, probably must have been around the December 2018. So we announced all of the details before we were fully secure. It just felt actually important that we, we let the world know that we were coming back. Uh, lots of biennials. Do, do a first biennial and then perhaps don't we don't see a second we thought it, it was really important to make it clear that, that wasn't the case for us we, we were definitely coming back 2019 uh, and so as soon as soon as the first few funding decisions came back December January we started really um, securing venues and yeah really like signing off what artists were doing where they were doing it how that might interact with another artist doing a thing in the next room or down the road and again that that's it's quite a slow laborious research process and that that really sort of uh it's still happening now we open in a few days uh, as artists are coming to the city we're all thinking we're perhaps building one thing together but as an artist-led biennial we, we think it's actually really important that we work with artists in very organic ways that feel right for their practices. So actually, if something influences an artist between the train station and the venue, where we can, we work with them with that. And so, yeah, it's really piecing together uh, now. We're, we're installing 14 shows uh, across the city. <laughs> How have you engaged more spaces as this biennial is uh, larger than the last one? It is, yeah, it's quite, quite a lot bigger. Um, in, in terms of numbers of venues, yeah. Uh, the Row is, a, well, we're calling it the Row. Previously, it was a, an NHS rehab facility. Uh, so we're working with a local arts charity, Coventry Art Space, and then Axis Web, who are an arts charity working on a more national level. So t- together, we've secured the building, uh, and we're working with them to turn it into a new art centre for the city. Um, so w- w- this will become our, really our central hub. This is our, one of our main exhibitions. And we think it's actually really exciting to be working in these slightly unconventional, disused buildings that occupy huge areas of land in city centres. These buildings are part of people's everyday lives. But actually, most people would have never been allowed into these buildings. Uh, so actually by introducing our exhibitions into these spaces it feels really exciting to be opening up the city in that way and so alongside the row we're working with uh, a wide range of sort of arts culture and heritage uh, organizations in the city 
and really that's been facilitated from people seeing the first biennial uh, and building up that sort of trust that we're going to be quite sensitive to the spaces that we're working in. Artists will be responding to those spaces quite meaningfully. Uh, and, and a lot of the organisations are really seeing uh, how that's a mutually beneficial relationship. Uh, so we work in several medieval buildings. The Medieval Weaver's House, which is a, a tiny, the clue's in the name, it's a medieval weaver's house. Uh, so quite a, a small cultural heritage venue uh, outside the city centre. So looking at how our exhibitions can actually go to communities, embed themselves in neighbourhoods. Uh, we're working in a part of a council building. Uh, with, it's a really beautiful uh, muniment room. So it's historically where archives and documents would have been kept. It hasn't been open to the public for decades. It's just been a, effectively a storage room. And so we're working with the council there to, to bring an exhibition into that space. So again, opening up these uh, really interesting spaces that the public don't have access to, really engaging with the history of those sites uh, through artistic practice. Another really great space we're working at, the Herbert Art Gallery and Museum. It's, it's the city's sort of main art gallery and museum. We're working straight through their building, uh, a really great partnership with them. They've got this really sort of uh, beautiful it's like a medieval basement. Uh, it was original when it was built and when people lived on the street. Uh, it was a merchant's storage basement. And now, uh, following the Blitz and the city's rebuilding, the Herbert sits a story and a half above it. So this space is generally only open to the public for Heritage Open Day weekends. It's like two days a year or four days a year. And so we've commissioned Grace Williams, an artist uh, who's shown with the Herbert before, but is, is now based in London. Uh, we've commissioned her to make a new work uh, just for that space. So again, really activating that space and uh, the context of this medieval site. Uh, but again, crucially, just opening up this quite unusual architectural space uh, to the citizens of Coventry and to visitors. So how many artists have you got taking part? So we've had a significant growth in terms of artists from the first biennial. In 2017, we had 73 artists. Uh, and for this second biennial, we've got uh, a little over 100, uh, including lots of uh, artist duos, artist groups, different configurations of collaborative situations. Uh, and that's designed really to reflect this idea of the twin uh, and, and international relationships that we're exploring through the biennial. Uh, lots of the artists are sort of um, names that you're perhaps used to seeing on lists of artists at biennials. Uh, Lawrence Abu Hamdam, nominated for this year's Turner Prize. We saw his work in the Venice Biennale this year, alongside artists like uh, Paul Chan, um, Badlands Unlimited from New York, uh, won the Hugo Boss Art Prize in 2014. So we've got these very high-profile practitioners, Jake and Dinos Chapman, showing some public artworks in the city. Uh, but as the UK social biennial, it feels really important that as well as these big international heavyweight art world artists, uh, actually we're working with early career artists uh, from around the world and from the region here. 
it's really important that we're working with artists at all stages of their careers, from Coventry, from nearby Warwickshire, uh, from nearby Birmingham. And actually, we're creating these mutually beneficial platforms uh, for some of those bigger names and some of the more emerging names. So, uh, and, and we're looking at a lot at how uh, peer-to-peer relationships might develop between artists. Uh, so an example of that, uh, Anna Columbine, artist based up in Manchester, and Adam Mary Reed, who's a photographer here in, uh, here in Coventry. We facilitated those two artists uh, collaborating with each other uh, for the first time that the two hadn't met prior to our conversations. But there was something in the way that they were both working and the things that they were interested in that uh, for our conversations with both of them, it, it felt right to introduce them and to see how that might develop. Uh, and so there's, there's several several moments of, uh, of these kinds of new collaborations emerging through the biennial that we're seeing. Uh, another one is... Uh, Barty Palmer and Marion Piper. The, the Marion we were shown in the first biennial 2017. Barty joined our, our advisory board just after that. Uh, and we knew that we'd be showing Barty in, in this year's biennial as well. Actually, those two met at the first biennial. They did mutual studio visits uh, and then decided to, to start making work together. And so we'll be the first, first place that shows the outcomes of that new collaboration. So yeah, we're looking at lots of ways where we can allow artists the, the sort of the flexibility to to try out those new things, uh, whether that's working with new people, uh, whether that's perhaps making the sort of work that they don't usually make. Uh, and again, as I said earlier, that's very much rooted in uh, yeah desire for us to support artistic practice uh, wherever that's taking artists really. And presumably that growth in the number of participants is actually reflected in your budget and ambitions for the biennial. It is, yeah. We, we've, uh, the first biennial was, uh, it was slightly scrappy. It was very ambitious. A few people locally have described us as uh, punching above our weights for that year. And so, yeah, our, our budgets have, have grown sort of substantially. Uh, which means we can work with artists in much more meaningful ways. We've certainly commissioned a lot more new works um, rather than showing perhaps existing works that artists have been storing. Uh, so that feels really exciting. And also we, we're still very embryonic. We, we, we're definitely building towards our 2021 biennial where if all goes to plan, I'm sure there's some wood around to touch, uh, our budgets and our reach will be growing again. Uh, so 2021, Coventry is going to be UK City of Culture. We're working very closely. We've got a great partnership with their team. And so we're sure in that year we're going to see, uh, again, yeah, huge numbers of artists, uh, hopefully huge numbers of visitors. Coventry is, going to, Coventry is going to be really busy this year. It's going to be vibrant and uh, energetic. But in 2021, we, as we saw in Hull, uh, when Hull was City of Culture 2017, uh, that title can really uh, can make a city feel very different. So we're looking forward to sort of uh, making the city feel different by showing what it does really well. We don't feel like we necessarily have to change the city for it to feel different. So let's talk about Coventry as a city with its own rich history and obviously this theme of the twin. How mm. has that informed the art being shown? So this, this idea of the twin is really rooted in Coventry's uh, 
country's history as the first modern twin city. Well, obviously one half of the first modern twin cities. And that was a citizen-led initiative birthed uh, in the midst of the Second World War. Uh, so following the Blitz, where Coventry was very heavily destroyed, a group of citizens gathered together and decided to reach out uh, to, at the time it was Stalingrad, it's now known as Volgograd in Russia, uh, with this thought that the two cities would heal together. And uh, from that moment, Coventry has been a very internationally focused city. Uh, it's now got 26 twin cities, which are sort of spread uh, very widely around the world. Generally, there's a, the, the relationships between Coventry and its twins uh, are rooted in some sort of uh, conflict. And so there's this continuing idea of healing together. Uh, so we see the twin cities in Sarajevo, Dresden in Germany. So a, a lot of sort of central and eastern European cities, um, as well as increasingly twin cities in further flung areas of the world. So Kingston, Jamaica, Jinan in China. And these twin cities, the, the relationships with Coventry tend to be very much citizen-led. And that's rooted in the different communities that live in, in Coventry uh, and the relationships they have that are personal or professional around the world. Certainly Coventry, it, Coventry feels international. You very, very frequently hear huge range of languages uh, spoken uh, in the city streets. Coventry is, yeah, it's a very diverse, energet energetic city. And that has really informed uh, that whole program uh, around the twin. So really the, this thing about Coventry as an international space has, has started the thinking for the twin, which has then branched out into a wider exploration of duality and particularly duality within artistic practice. And so as a part of this focus on, uh, on the international space, uh, as well as the, how that unfolds in Coventry, we've got artists from all over the world showing, including many of those twin cities. So we've got uh, Andrew Jackson, for example, whose family are from Kingston. Uh, he's been taking photos in Kingston that will be shown back here in Coventry. We've got artists uh, coming over from Warsaw in Poland, one of our twin cities. Several artists coming over from Dresden, uh, which I mentioned earlier. Dresden and Coventry share a really, really rich and very culturally focused relationship. So it's exciting to be working with, with artists from Dresden. Uh, and this sort of balance within our programme uh, is roughly uh, a quarter of the artists uh, from from in international cities, not all not all of them twin cities, uh, and then the the rest of the artists are, are very much uh, UK based, and a big proportion of them are West Midlands based. Great. So, as an international biennial, does it mean that taking part in Coventry can lead to an artist showing in more exotic places? We certainly hope so. So, we we saw a lot of increased opportunities for artists following the first biennial. Uh, artists that were showing with us in, in Coventry 2017 were commissioned to make new work for touring shows of Arts Council Collection and various other well-respected bodies. So we certainly imagine that that will, uh, that will occur again. We're working with a lot of uh, organisations to see how we can facilitate that. And certainly there's uh, one artwork 
that we're particularly thinking uh, will be building up tension during the biennial. And then as we come to an end at the end of November, that artwork will spring out and arrive at Coventry's 26 international twin cities, where we'll be encouraging people to install it um, in public spaces in each of those cities. So certainly we're working on, on that increased opportunity for artists. Uh, and we imagine several of the artists will be returning to Coventry to show with us in 2021. Well, it sounds so exciting. I am going to be heading to Coventry, unfortunately not for the opening, but uh, one of the sort of uh, first few weeks in October, I expect. Um, the Coventry Biennial runs from the 4th of October to the 24th of November, and the full event schedule can be found on the website, which I will add a link to in the show notes. Ryan, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really interesting talking about the biennial and I can't wait to you know, visit the city and probably meet you there as well. That's great. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed chatting. I'll see you in October. See you in October. The Curator's Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.